guys, you're very welcome to our podcast, The Viral Convo Show, with your host, Michael Keane, Kevin Meggs, Greta Thornton, bringing you the top stories of trending, viral, and noteworthy topics with interviews from people across Ireland. Hey guys, and welcome back to our podcast, The Viral Convo Show, and today we have Caleb on, as we had him on around three months ago, so Caleb, if you want to introduce yourself. Yeah, thanks a million for having me back on, lads. I'm Caleb, I'm from Limerick, I'm a Leaving Search student down here in John the Baptist Community School. And what I'm talking about today is all around lowering the voting age. Great stuff. Hard to believe it's three months from when we last met you. Honestly, it does not feel that Yeah, long. it's a long time. A long time. It seems short. It seems very yeah. short. Yeah. yeah. I know. And a lot's happened. A lot has happened. Yeah. Yes, we've seen everything. Everything has come to the fore about the leave insert. Thank God. We finally have some answers. So, yeah, it's been a, a mad few weeks. A mad few months. Yeah, and what's your thoughts of um, the fifth and sixth years going back and after Easter, everyone, all the other years going back? Yeah, I'm definitely anxious um, and I think it's it's just because we're seeing such high numbers still and um, we're still at a couple of hundred cases a day. Um, but in terms of like the ability to sc- of schools, like I think schools have been brilliant throughout the whole pandemic, but in particular bringing back 15, 16 years so far this year um, after the Christmas break, like uh, major kudos to, to the schools because it's it, they've had very little support from the government um, and with what the, like the scarce resources they have been given they've been able to do incredible things so look I'm hopeful that everyone will return safe but at the same time I'm very conscious of of everyone's actions and that you know one person's actions can have an act, can have an effect on, on everyone's lives so just to be wary yes. um, heading back and be conscious of your yeah. own your own actions and, and your movement as well and Caleb the biggest question that people are asking right now is do you think schools are safe yeah, so I think we've seen often that that's the that's the general statement we've got from Minister Foley, um, along with Neffet and all the public health experts. And uh, although schools may be deemed a safe environment, they're not completely safe, and they're only safe yeah. if uh, guidelines are followed completely um, and perfectly. Um, and it's very hard to have everything perfect, especially with like I know in my school we've over a thousand students and nearly a hundred teachers, so it's very hard to have every single person um, perfectly in line with all COVID protocols but it's down to every individual person um, and although that, that can be a quite hard one to, to trust everyone it's just important that everyone kind of pulls together in this because we're at the final sprint of this whole school term um, and as well as that like in particular like myself as a leaving search student finally at the final sprint of this crazy marathon that's been kind of more like one of those CrossFit events that's just been mad of what we call a leaving cert um, so just to get to get, get it over the line till the end of the year but just conscious that that everyone has to stay safe and look I'm really hopeful um, I, there's no point negating that I'm nervous about it but look hopefully hopefully we'll all be grand yeah um and how was your online school experience from january till about now-ish till schools came back yeah like we're seeing at the minute that technology is a great thing when it's used right um, it's, and education is one key example of that like and I think moving forward we can definitely look at like blended approaches to schooling like I know apart from the whole student debate around the leave insert and, and like different topics like voted 16 climate is a big passion of mine um, and I know coming out of this lockdown like there's no point or coming out of this whole COVID pandemic there's no point going back to the way we normally were 
more and um, so if we can find small things that can help us you know become more sustainable in our everyday practices whether it's like blending school learning because we've seen that online learning can work for some people while in school learning is better for other people but for me personally um, it's been an interesting one it's been solely based on you know your own motivation to get up in the morning and be on for those online classes that you've your camera turned <laughs> off but um, yeah it was it yeah. was interesting to see and it's definitely given me a kind of a wake up call to what might what it might be like in um, in third level with so much of third level and like yeah. in college spent online yeah, yeah. on computers yeah I feel bad for people in, I feel bad for people in college to be honest because like, they've been online since September and they haven't gone back like they haven't gone to college at all or like experienced any of that oh it must be so hard yeah, yeah. Definitely, I say it's been a, a wicked difficult one. Like I know a, a good few of my friends are in college at the minute, and it's like they, I think what it was was that the first week they all moved into their accommodation. Everyone moved into their accommodation everywhere, and then just as they were starting college, the first day they were like maybe the weekend they were supposed to just be going in, and um, it all got called off and told that in in person teaching for college was called off. So it's definitely been a tough Aww. one for the college students, um, as well. Like you know, in college you're you're supposed to have so much crack and it's all been limited yeah. um, rightly so like but I suppose if people can find responsible ways to do that it's it's good um, because it's definitely it's definitely a tough time at the minute yeah and do you prefer being in school or online remote learning in terms of safety I definitely prefer being at home um, I won't lie because yeah. um, yeah. I've, co- I've control of everything like I know over <laughs> over the lockdown I really didn't go out and meet with many people like, I did everything kind yeah, of same. over I'm the a, phone I didn't see anyone like exactly I feel like, like I feel so much safer at home because like it's like you wear your mask and stuff in school but like I don't know. I still don't feel like safe because just you could be a close. And, and contact. you're limiting your contacts too. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Like I think the max that I was, I I called up to my nana, um, through the window with with two masks on. I've been double masking as well in school. God, yeah. um, I've been wearing. That's so hard. I've been wearing you know? like the 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 like the surgical mask and then oh yeah, yeah another yeah. mask over like the fabric mask over going into school, um, because I saw my biology teacher do it. And if anyone knows how to beat the virus, I'm gonna give the the expertise to my biology teacher um, so I've been doing that but in terms of actual education um, in school has been has been a lot better and a lot more engaging and you know much easier to just throw up the hand and ask a question to your teacher yeah, um, yeah. and even those little conversations like it's, it's very hard when you're doing everything non-stop on your own and then when you get like the only way you can contact people is by going back onto the screen and texting people whether it's through Snapchat or Instagram you, you get or fed Zoom. up with the yeah. screen time honestly exactly oh. Yeah, you do. You get fed up. Yeah, I got so fed up just looking at screens like literally all day. Yeah, it's it's hard, and it's really hard to balance it because you're just you've no other option just to do it on the screen because that's the only way of communicate. But there's positives to it. Like there's there's different ways that I definitely learned. Like I've yeah. I've definitely given myself more of a chance to get outside and go for walks and go for a yeah. run and go out for a puck or the ball or whatever. Um, just simple things that I I wouldn't have done because things would have been so mad with so much traveling around the place and going everywhere. So it's it's been cool as well. Like obviously, um, in no way negating the incredible sacrifices and losses that everyone has faced um, but it's it's been a, a learning curve I think we, we've all taken things from the lockdown that yeah, hopefully hopefully positives that we can kind of implement in terms of like well-being and mental health anyway that we can we can yeah, bring on with yeah. us after after the pandemic 
And, and we understand that you have started a campaign recently to bring the voting age down to 16. Uh, do you want to talk to us a bit about how that's going about? Definitely. So I suppose firstly, this debate on vote at 16 or lower and the, the voting age isn't new. Um, it's been around a good while now. Back in 2013, yeah. there was a, a convention on uh, like a call a constitutional convention of um, kind of like a public a public forum for people to voice their opinions um, along with expert stakeholders as well in different areas and it was one of the recommendations to actually lower the voting age to um, 16 and that was back in 2013 um, and the government at the time accepted the recommendation unfortunately it wasn't implemented or put to referendum because the, the government dissolved um, but then back in 2016 we saw another bill come into play um, which dissolved with the Dáil and the Shannon coming up to the general elections and now there's two proposals on the table one from Sinn Féin and one from Fianna Fáil both looking for the same thing um, uh, lowering the voting age to 16 for European and local elections so voting for your MEPs yes. and voting for your city and county councillors which is cool I think it would definitely be a step up in, in involving people um, but uh, I haven't started the campaign I, I've just started kind of talking about it and maybe bringing a bit more light to it because I had a bit of a platform coming out of the, the leaving cert debate so I felt it was important to keep talking Definitely. about young yeah. people's issues yeah sure and um, there's pros and cons to it obviously so one of the pros is that you know younger people's voices get heard um, because it, you know like it's important to get students perspectives on these issues within schools and education but one of the cons is that people are saying anyway that you know people at the age of 16 aren't mature enough um, and that like they're not thinking clearly they're not growing up so what's your whole voice on that? Yeah okay so I suppose I'll, I'll turn the question back to the interviewers like do you feel represented at the minute by the people that are elected to represent you? Not really. I mean, yeah, we're, really. I'm 17, Greta's 17. We're, we're not even able to vote yet. Exactly. And yeah. in terms of young people's having their voices heard in the system that we currently have, like I think it's been more evident than ever for the last two years, or the last year in particular, um, in terms of issues like the Leaving Cert, issues like youth unemployment. But in terms of cons, like I definitely see... Um, the, the rationale behind was behind some people being strongly against it and I've had a lot of conversations yeah. about this over the last while um, but the one thing I've always turned back to is uh, like the power that education can hold if we do it right um, so at a leave insert level at the minute they're trialling politics and society as an exam subject in certain schools and I think that's a really cool development because I think so yeah, yeah, yeah like usually cool. we have the we have the common rhetoric around like young people don't get involved with politics like oh it's a nasty game whatever they call politics um, and I think actually the biggest part of the argument against voting at 16 is is kind of steeped in political cynicism or kind of political self-interest mm. and we're seeing a lot of um, the the opposition to the vote at 16 coming from certain demographics um, in our political system I'm not going to name any parties but I'm sure you can you can draw on them um, and the big thing for me is that people have this idea that young people are just going to automatically vote left like it's oh it just means yeah, there's going to so be a true. complete a complete culture change and that's not it like I, I, I've, I've actually looked into it and like we don't have education around it so young people are, are like unaware of what their actual political system is and what it 
like what their what their vote may mean when they turn 18 but in other terms it's actually young people always side with the voices who include them so like for example holly cairns is a really cool example of it like she's engaged with young people on the ground in her area in cork on issues that have been affecting them and then she's brought them forward to the debate in the doll like literally voicing their concerns in the doll and we haven't seen a lot of that from the vast majority of politicians and even since i've turned 18 um, i've seen it that that politicians have actually kind of realise that they do have to listen to me now. I'm not a, a, a young person giving yeah. out or raising issues. Uh, like an example, I threw up a tweet the last day because uh, we had a lot of really bad potholes outside our house. Um, yeah. And I saw it, yeah, it was a great tweet. And, yeah. and straight away, like I think I had four replies from all the TDs and the county councillors around the place and within three days, oh, yeah. three days we had the potholes um, filled. So I'm kind of going on a roundabout answer to this, but I think definitely there's pros and cons but the the pros most definitely outweigh the cons in my opinion yeah um and caleb you have quite a big platform on instagram and twitter and stuff like that and you know you can get some hate and negative comments from that because anyone with platform can so how do you respond to that yeah, it's a it's a difficult one because everyone reacts to to you know negative comments in a different way. And when I was younger, I definitely took it very badly. I used to take it awfully personally, um, but now I try and bounce back on it in funny ways um, or not funny ways. It's kind of funny yeah. looking at it, you know. It when is, you yeah. look at, read those comments, you know that like most of those people are just they don't even yeah, know you. Just, like they don't like, even know yeah. you. Know. Like like thanks user one o three seven eight with. Uh, a random animated picture and no bio I really appreciate your opinion Um, but yeah like it's all about perspective it's all about weighing the people that you trust and actually value their opinion over the people like there's always going to be hate when you try and do something different like if if change was so popular there'd be no talk about change it'd just be the normal Um, so for me jumping back against like negative comments and hate I got an awful lot of stick during the leave insert debate Um, but it was just finding funny ways to do it so I got one there one day where I think someone accused me of spelling a word wrong or something and I jumped back (laughs) I know I saw that I I jumped back and I retweeted it and was like I can smell perfectly thanks and like that person instantly blocked me and all her followers blocked me and I was like great I've eliminated people who just are out to just uh, annoy me in my comments and like that's the thing like if anyone doesn't agree with me like I'm so up for uh, like a respectful debate on, on any topic I talk about like I I don't usually yeah. talk like talk about issues unless I, I have like a, a like an opinion on it yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. like on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on climate on voting at 16 on education reform on the leaving cert like I'll always do my research before I put something out there because like you said like I, I've been lucky enough to get a get a few people following me anyway on a few different platforms um, so yeah. it's important that like with that there's there's a bit of onus on me to make sure that I'm not just throwing out anything that everything I'm putting out is informed and it's not swaying people's opinion it's just helping them become more educated on a topic that I might be advocating for yeah and how about your classmates do they know like they obviously know you're heavily involved in the media and 
uh, this kind of stuff how do they like like do they agree with this stuff that you're doing it's an interesting one because you know I think it's typical in Irish society and I know me and Greta chatted about it before like begrudgery yeah oh my god and um, people yeah. love to just put people locally anyway I know very much down but but at the same time that's only a minute few like the majority of people are really supportive like it's it's been cool that's great um, with people like when I post something like people coming back to me and like oh this is what I think about it but that's a really important point you raised and like I've had some negative comments from people that that would be quite close being like oh like that that was such an insignificant opinion like who do you think you are Um, and I'm like look like I've no problem debating with you about an issue but if you're just going to text me and tell me that everything I'm doing is insignificant why don't you throw out an opinion piece on it or why don't you jump onto news talk and talk about it and like that's the thing like I I said it before like I've, I've no issue debating with anyone on any topic but in terms of like my classmates and my friends um, like I've been lucky to kind of build up that, that close circle I um, I did a programme before with the National Youth Council and it was all about like resilience and activism and advocacy um, advocacy and um, one of the parts was like building up your tribe like quote unquote tribe like having those people that regardless of whether you make an absolute feck up on uh, like an interview or something that they'll be there to support you and like not only that they'll yeah. be there to support yeah. you they'll tend you honestly like like I have a few friends now I have one or two friends that I'd send like one of my opinion piece that I might be putting out I'll send it on to them first and be like what do you think about this and they might ring me back and play devil's advocate and be like this is what they're going to come back with and say against you and we'd come for responses to that like so it's all about finding those people that um, are genuine like are genuine and they'll support you like, like you guys with the podcast like you have a great trio here like where you, you balance out the work and support each other it's the same with anyone getting involved with anything it's just any walk of life having those people that you can trust and support and that's what it's been like for me yeah they say that haters are secretly the biggest fans do yeah. you guys agree with no, that? I agree yeah like in, really? in terms of like if someone wants to hate me and comment in my in my tweet replies or my Instagram comments like it's just going to bump up my engagement so like thanks yeah. for but thanks. do you think that they're secretly fans that they're like I feel like if they, your if they keep coming back to your videos yeah. or your Instagram then they obviously are interested in what you're doing so if it, bad publicity is still publicity so but it's like they don't want to admit it maybe yeah. I don't know like it's I, weird, I, it's a weird I try one. not to give it too much headspace because when you give it too much headspace it might like kind of knock away the positive things you're doing or it might take like time away from something you could be doing or something really meaningful that means yeah. a lot to you I could help more people than this one person that's trying to hate on you and often like it's just based on jealousy like it like especially with yeah, those anonymous jealousy yes that's the word like with yeah. those anonymous accounts like what is the point in hating on someone like like why if you really don't agree with this person why don't you jump onto your personal account and say I don't agree with you let's talk about it because they don't have the guts to exactly exactly it's just finding that ground for yourself like obviously you can't disregard everyone's opinion like everyone has an opinion and especially on topics that you get traction with like like for example this vote at 16 I tried to reply I did I'd say I I can probably say that I did reply to everyone who came back with an opinion like whether they agreed with me or not um, and just like following up with them like being like this is what I think and thanks for sharing I really appreciate it um, but in terms of the people who have just been negative and just like said things like, like I, I won't say anything because I, I can't even 
remember half of them to be honest but where they've just been overly negative and just clearly haven't taken the time to read the piece just looked at the headline and been like oh it's a young person talking about something progressive we'll we'll give out about it in their tweet replies like I I really couldn't care um, and like it, it, it affects people in different ways and you know you kind of sometimes like you said there like I, I do try and take it as a compliment sometimes it's like okay they went to the bother of actually typing out something saying that my opinion was invalid like clearly that makes my opinion valid if they're giving it the headspace so it's just about perspective like I said earlier like it's all about you know putting it into perspective and being like okay there might be one or two people that might hate on one of my posts but there's 100 or 200 people who liked it and viewed it yeah. so it's, it's all about putting that's it the in. thing on YouTube you get there's like a dislike button and that bugs me so much definitely I think they like turned it off I think I think it's still there but I don't think you can because I remember like, I there used to be somewhere. like oh, really? there was like a competition before I remember I think it was like Justin's uh, Justin Bieber's baby was like the most disliked video on YouTube ever whoa oh god <laughs> um, and I feel like with the Irish they can find it difficult to support like local people or like someone starting up a YouTube or something compared to like someone over in England that might have like a big YouTube channel I don't know I've kind of like seen that that they might find it hard or like it's different to do something like out there in Ireland definitely like it's um, it's a big one because like us Irish we're a different breed like we come up with great ideas we come up with mad ideas and we run with them Um, totally exactly Like, like things like this like starting up a podcast you know a lot of people in Ireland wouldn't do that but you know you might as well just go for it and, and try it out and try these things and especially during COVID like you've a you've yeah. a bit more yeah. you've so a bit during the lockdowns yeah you've a bit more yeah. time and people are able to engage in different ways so it's it's just about doing something a bit different that catches people's attention um, but as well as that like there's the whole side of actually having the confidence to start that up but there's also the other side of having that confidence to sustain it and keep doing it and deal with whatever negatives might come with it because like let's not be like you know fantasy about it like there's always going to be negatives when it comes to things like this whether it's the amount of time you have to put in or the sacrifice you have to make but um, it's just important to balance it all out and you know take care of yourself through it all but definitely in terms of locally um, it's all about balancing it like yeah like there's always going to be people that might begrudge it or laugh at it but it's just because more often than not they're disappointed in themselves that they didn't do it first or that they didn't they didn't take it up and, and go with it and are getting the attention like like you might be getting within like with your youtube or or with the podcast or whatever yeah. you might do Balance is key. thank you so much caitlin for coming on with us always a pleasure to have you on no thanks a million for having me on and if there's any ever anything else that pops up just let me know sure thing all right see you